0: Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as EpicRays in various video games and on social media. Welcome to episode 221 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. I am joined today by a very sleepy Katie. How are you doing, Katie?
1: I'm very tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we, do, we are very happy that you joined us, nonetheless. <laughs>
1: uh, happy to be here. Very happy.
0: Um, As as I said, when you logged on and said you were very tired, um, you were at a BTS concert last night (laughs) or online on a BTS concert last night.
1: Yes. Last night was the BTS permission to dance on stage online concert thing. It's weird because I was sitting there watching it and I was texting Chelsea. So Chelsea's also... Very tired. All the mm-hmm. Chelsea's actually. My Chelsea podcast listener Chelsea also very tired because we were all texting each other. Um and basically I was like, I think this is spoilers for the um, for like the one we're seeing next month, like in person. And I'm telling you right now, if that's the set list, you can already just put me in my grave.
0: I'm not it's gonna literally die
1: I'm not I don't know how I survived like one because it was in the middle of the night because it was too late and too early both at the same time for this Mm -hmm. nonsense but also I've reached my limit on what I can accept from Mr. Jungkook the boy is now allergic to shirts (laughs) (laughs) he was wearing like a crop jacket thing with like a harness and i'm just like what is happening (laughs) i don't even know but yeah i was at a bts concert from my computer it was wonderful i thoroughly enjoyed it um i was very tired at the beginning wasn't so tired like two minutes into the song i was like nope not tired anymore um but yeah, they were like doing their greatest hits. I swear to God, they played like 30 songs in two and a half hours.
0: Oh wow. That's a lot of that's a lot of concert. That's yeah. a dense concert.
1: And they were all like, cause usually they play um like a solo song to give each other breaks. So they'll each do a solo. They did zero solo songs.
0: Oh wow. So they just powered through all of them?
1: Yeah, they powered through, well, like they took like the costume change breaks, like they changed their clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, but they powered through with like all seven of them the entire time, oh wow. yeah. I was like the literal stamina that you would have to have to play a two and a half hour concert when you literally play all like all the songs you're participating in.
0: <laughs> so that's awesome. That's 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 dedication.
1: it's BTS is never a bad concert. They were they're always excuse me, always a good choice for concerting. Just wish it wasn't at 2.30 in the morning, because this (laughs) 16-hour time change is killing me.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, at least it's on the weekend, and, you know, next weekend we get an hour back, so that helps.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: Is it next weekend or the weekend after? Maybe it's the weekend after.
1: I think it's the – I don't even know anymore. What are weekends?
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs)
1: Like (laughs) I feel
0: that. I felt that in my soul
1: i also worked this weekend so like while oh, no. i was sitting there waiting for the bts concert to start i was working oh no yeah
0: so uh, no, no, that's that's no good
1: <laughs> yeah so what are what are weekends this is the premium subscription to adulting right oh
0: god yes no we've decided that we are we are unsubscribing but they won't let us out of our contract it's terrible it's terrible
1: it's ridiculous um, but besides that, I finally convinced my parents to watch Squid Games. They didn't want to watch it. it.
0: <laughs> I've been a little bit I'm, I've been a little bit trigger shy. I I feel like it's going to be too violent.
1: It's very violent, but um I was at my parents' house yesterday and for my sister's birthday and my dad I was like, dad, let's just watch Squid Games. Because we were like watching a bunch of different stuff. And I was Mm -hmm. like, let's just watch Squid Games. He's like, it's fine. He's like, you can put it on, I'll watch it. So we watched the first episode. And then my brother was like, I don't want to watch this. So he like left. And I was like, fine, whatever. Then my mom came downstairs and was like, oh, what are you guys watching? We're like, Squid Games. And then my mom had to get up and like go to the store to go buy some food. She was like, can you guys watch something else? I don't want to miss it. And I was like, oh, interesting. Interesting. (laughs) for someone who didn't want to watch it now you're obsessed (laughs) but yeah
0: that's always fun though when you can get somebody like into something that that easily (laughs) you're like here here was one episode oh you want another one sure I'll give you another one here you go
1: I mean my dad was very like hesitant when I was like we should watch what we do in the shadows and he was like no that sounds really dumb and I was like no watch it and now they're like are you coming over so we can watch the new episode no dad I'm not coming over (laughs)
0: at some point you just end up going did you trust me on this show yes did you trust or no but was it good yes did you trust me on this show no but was it good yes okay so then stop doubting me (laughs) just watch the damn show
1: yes exactly um and then we watched uh to catch a smuggler columbia edition which is a great show if anybody has national geographic by the way Ooh. yeah Basically, like they have a whole show that takes place inside the airport in Colombia, and all they do is catch drug smugglers, and it is a very, very interesting thing because they are very good at it.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, they have multiple shows, so they have like two to catch a smuggler, Colombia. That's actually like the one I really like, Um, and then they have another one where they do it at like LAX and JFK. Um, Okay. And it's all the same stuff. And they, like, go through, like, packages, they go through people's luggage, like, they even, in Colombia, they have a full body x-ray machine there at the airport that they, like, put you in and then take an x-ray of your body to see if you're trying to smuggle drugs inside your body. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's it's insane. And, like the whole like thing where people are like i'm it's not they're not mine i didn't know they were there i'm just holding them for a friend still equivalent in this
0: <laughs> they are literally in your colon right now yeah. how did you not know that they were there
1: yeah and it's it's like sad sometimes when you see it and they're right. just like i didn't know that they were there i was meeting somebody and they gave me this thing and i thought i was meeting a girl and i was like homie <laughs> like this poor guy had no idea and he was like crying. I felt so bad for him because uh. that's like most of the time it's an automatic, like anywhere between three and like 30 years. These people Jesus. are getting that uh. they have to serve in Colombia. So
0: uh.
1: it's, it's real bad, but they are just like the level of sophistication in which they are able to constantly catch drug smugglers coming out going in or coming out of Colombia is like fascinating
0: that's crazy that sounds like something we would really enjoy because we like true crime kind of stuff so that sounds yeah that sounds really good
1: yeah it's it's amazing so it's on national geographic if anybody has that channel highly suggest it um but yeah that's that's basically all i've been doing and hopefully more sleep will also be included in um My future. Don't know if it will be though.
0: Yeah. Sleep has not been something that I have been allowed much recently. (laughs) Uh, Teaching is hard right now for everybody. And I think a big part of it is like October is notorious for being one of the bad months because there's just no breaks. There's no breaks at all. And so a lot of people will take a, um, you know, a mental health day or two and it's bad because we don't have any subs. Like there's a national drought on subs because, you know, there's a sh- work shortage everywhere right now. And um and so we end up having to cover for each other. Mm-hmm. And so like I only get one prep. I get an hour at the beginning of the day that is my my block off. And when I have to sub, I get paid for that hour. I get I get overtime for that hour. But um I don't get I don't get a (laughs) break. Be with kids all day. I don't get a break. And so it's like it creates this vicious cycle because you're you're burning out your teachers by making them sub all of their um prep periods, but then You know, you don't want them to take off time because that just causes more of the same problem. So, like, we're all just, like, it's hard right now. We're all just mopey and tired and cranky and it's rough. (laughs) So, if you know a a teacher, give them a hug this week. And then when they go get off me, get away from me, do that because we're really kind of tired of people.
1: (laughs) It's... It's honestly very interesting because there's, like, literally a national shortage of everything from, like, people, like, teachers to nurses to people who work at McDonald's. hmm And there's tons of uh, hiring signs. And then I keep seeing, like, TikToks and, like, even from my brother where, like, they're applying and applying and applying for jobs, but, like, they're not getting hired. So everyone's hiring, but no one's hiring
0: that's weird
1: yeah i don't know what's happening like my brother has been struggling to get hired at a job for like a several years and it's been like you would think with all the for hiring signs everywhere Mm -hmm. that people would be getting hired but like they're not i don't know what's happening i mean my company's hiring and we just hired like two people and then hire We offered to another person. So if anybody wants to come work at my job, I get a bonus. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so come on over. <laughs> well, excellent. Um, we are also watching, who do you watch Ted Lasso?
1: I don't have Apple TV.
0: Uh, I honestly getting a trial of Apple TV or like, I don't know if you can just get the, the online app or whatever, but, um, It is, like, ridiculously wholesome. Like, almost going into it, you almost feel like, oh, this is going to be gross because it's just too sugary wholesome. But it is, like, the most uplifting, I feel so good about life now show. (sighs) It's so good.
1: I, maybe. I, (laughs) I I had one, a free trial, and lots of people told me to watch it. I think people from the network also told me to watch it. I think Troy did. I can't remember. Very possible.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I I will not lie. It's, we, I don't know why we watched it other than the fact that everybody was recommending it, but it looks terrible. Like the advertisements don't do it justice. The, it just looks like, oh, like, I don't want to watch sports ball. This is, what is this? And no, it's actually really, really well done. Really, really well done. So we're watching that and we've also started the third season of The Circle. Have you watched The Circle? No. Oh, Katie. <laughs> if you want just obnoxious reality television that's just like addictive, The Circle is excellent. Do you know anything about it?
1: Um no.
0: Okay, so it's uh they put 6 to 8 people. I think they start with s- they might start with it. I don't remember. But they put them in hotel rooms and they are only connected by this social media platform they call the Circle. And so it's supposed to be a social media experiment and they can only communicate through this social media platform. And some of them are catfishing. And other people are being themselves and you have to figure out the, like the players are trying to figure out who's a catfish and who's not. And the idea is to vote out people every episode. And then um, the last people standing, the last person standing gets a hundred thousand dollars. So, you know, these people don't know each other, but they're like basically Texting each other, <laughs> dropping into each other's DMs and having these group chats. And it's like, well, are they who they are? Are they like, is all suspicious of each other. It's just <laughs> a really funny, fun reality television show. It is not, it is not hybrid powered at all. But sometimes when I get home at night, I kind of need that kind of entertainment. So we love the circle.
1: <laughs> I mean, we do love... Not high brain powered reality TV. It's pretty great. I'm still waiting for another season of that. Like, it's like Crazy Rich Asians, but it's a reality show. I forget what it's called. Bling Empire.
0: Oh, Bling Empire. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it.
1: It. I am. Don't know if I should admit, but I love that show. Like my roommate watched it, and then I jumped in to watch it, and I was like, "This is legit!" Like, the most amazing thing.
0: <laughs> well, i am I am way past being embarrassed by my my reality television show viewing uh, habits. You know we we are we are a Big brother family here. We watch every season religiously love it.
1: I know several people who watch Big Brother. Um, I was obsessed with Survivor is my number one probably vice of reality shows.
0: That was that was my entry drug, but I haven't watched it in many many seasons, and I don't remember when I stopped. But then I just kind of fell away from it, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I've have, I've have lost the uh, the Survivor metagame.
1: Huh. I would never, I would never survive on Survivor. I would die.
0: There was there was a time when I was younger. I actually applied once. Oh yeah, I would have totally gone, and then now, realistically looking back at my twenty-year-old self, I was like, "You dumb!"
1: Like you stupid. No, (laughs) you've
0: been the first one off. Like you would have, you would have been like, "I just want to leave. Like, why did I do this? This was a bad idea. I want to go home. (laughs) Like, this is stupid."
1: (laughs) My main problem with being on Survivor would probably be the fact that I don't like seafood, and that's all they usually eat in most places. And I was like, I can't. I would starve.
0: No, that would be fine for me. I wouldn't have a problem with uh, the seafood. Mine would be the bugs. The bugs and oh. the sand. Like, I'm sorry. Those are two things. I don't – I hate sand. I don't like being covered in dirt all day. And I don't like bugs. I'm Like, one of the things I love about being in the desert is that we don't have a lot of bugs. I mean, they, we, we have bugs, but they're like ground bugs that don't fly into you and – Nope. Very low mosquito rate and no, no, nope. not nope. a big flying bug person.
1: Also not a big fan of the part where like no one gets to um, really bathe. Not a big fan of that either.
0: No, 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 no. So yeah. So there you go. Neither of us would, <laughs> would last very long. On yes.
1: Um, also very clear that I understand the uh, first world problem that all of that stuff is. Oh yes, that oh, we just absolutely. said. Very clear because <laughs> like totally understand that that there are people who whose life experience does include things like that and I understand. I just want to acknowledge that this is very much a first world problem.
0: Yes, we we are acknowledging our <laughs> our entitlement. Yes. And the fact that we are not willing to leave some of that entitlement behind.
1: Yes, I just wanted to make that very clear so that no one misunderstands that I understand that.
0: Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, you're exhausted. <laughs> we both have another show to record after this one. So let's uh, let's zip to a commercial break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about uh, zombie comedies, Zombieland and Little Monsters. And I gotta say one of these very, very weird movie. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hello, we're back. So, uh, we have, I think, everybody's most popular movie because I think Zombieland is like a starter zombie drug for a lot of people. And then one that neither of you, neither you or I have had seen before this. So it's kind of an interesting mix this week.
1: Yeah. Um, also didn't really like. Uh Zombieland as much as I remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember at the time it was like, oh, this is really cool. And then it was like, um, it's sort of cool. <laughs> like, it's fun, but it's not groundbreaking like I think a lot of us remember it.
1: I didn't I didn't really like it as much as I used to, like at all. I was like, this movie's just annoying. And that's what, a the, what old was annoying statement.
0: To- what was annoying to you?
1: Um all of it. I don't know. Like the whole like him always listing the rules and stuff mm-hmm. was very annoying. Um maybe it's just Jesse Eisenberg is annoying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg is a lot. He really is.
1: Um But I like. I also didn't really like Emma Stone's character very much either. Abigail Breslin was fine, Um, Mm -hmm. and I can't hate. uh, Woody Harrelson, right? That's his name,
0: right? Right? Right?
1: I can't hate him. I love him because he plays the exact same character most of the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So he like the way he acts in this is just like the same as the way he acts in like Hunger Games and stuff. So, I just I like Woody Harrelson, but just like the rest of the movie, I was just sitting there and I was like, yeah, I don't like this very much anymore.
0: <laughs> well, maybe it's because we've been watching so many really good zombie movies that are like not just that they take themselves seriously, but that they've got substance to them, and and this one is the first that really doesn't have any social commentary in it at all.
1: No, it doesn't. It just literally talks like it's it's a dude who's trying to get home to see his family in Columbus, meets up with a guy who's on a mission to find some Twinkies,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: two sisters who are determined to get to a theme park, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and really they deserve is. to get eaten.
0: It really is. Um, yeah. I can't. I can't. <laughs> So yeah, so the big thing with Zombieland is the rules, um, and it there are several. Like I don't know that we catch all of these that easily, but I, um, I went to Wikipedia, and so we will go through the the rules real quickly. So rule number one is cardio, because yes. they do a lot of running. Um, makes sense. I can get behind that one. Uh, Die.
1: Thanks. <laughs> <For> rule one. <laughs>
0: Uh, two is double tap, which is basically make sure you hit each zombie twice to make sure they're actually dead.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this is, These zombies are actually, they suffer from a form of mad cow disease that, um, so I guess technically they're not dead, or maybe they are, but it's not so much a hit them in the brain situation. Is it? Yeah, no, they haven't. They they kind of it's it's vague. It's with all the rules, it's still very vague about whether or not you have to shoot them in the head or not. God. Um, I I've got to say, I think about rule number three all the time. Beware of bathrooms.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one wants to get eaten by a zombie while they're going to the back with going to the bathroom like that's no. literally your most vulnerable one of your most vulnerable moments mm-hmm. um hell no
0: no basically no. uh number four seat belts. obvious obvious number five no attachments this one he starts to to wane on throughout the show
1: also obvious
0: uh six cast iron skillet i don't remember that one
1: I, uh, I mean, you can use it as a weapon.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that's probably what it is. Like, don't use like a stainless steel pan. Cast iron skillet is what you need.
0: Right, right, right. Uh, seven. Travel light, of course. Obviously, yeah. You you to move. Um, eight. Get a kick-ass partner.
1: That doesn't go. That goes against the previous rule with no attachments.
0: Right, unless you're like, you know, it's professional only. Like, if they get left behind, oh, well. But then I don't know how kick-ass they are, because then you don't know if they really have your back, so. Yeah. Nine, with your bare hands. Huh? I don't remember that one. I don't know. Ten, don't swing low. I don't know. Eleven, use your feet. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where these come from, but these are all on the um, – This is rules Columbus comes up with for surviving the zombie apocalypse. By the end of the film, he lists, his list has 33 rules, yet only a few were mentioned. I, so this must be when you like look at his book or something. Um, okay. A series of promotional videos starring Woody Harrelson and Jesse Eisenberg spanned on the list presented in the film. Uh. Okay, so we didn't see that.
1: Maybe maybe they use your feet one is to like kick them away from you rather than using your arm because you're much more up close and personal when you use your like arms.
0: Right. Which makes sense. Yeah. Uh twelve, uh bounty paper towels. Can't uh, can't Quicker picker with upper, got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um fifteen is the bowling ball. Okay. Okay. Uh, 17 don't be a hero
1: <laughs> yes
0: but he changes this rule to be a hero after he faces the clown zombie
1: i mean he's gotta get the girl
0: gotta get the girl uh 18 limber up
1: obviously because you gotta do some running and then he was gonna go down a you know the side of a freeway embankment uh, a
0: steep yeah a steep a steep embankment you know he didn't want to he didn't want to cramp up
1: you don't want to pull a hamstring. How are you supposed to get away from a zombie if you pull a hammy? Like, come on. Uh,
0: nineteen ziploc bags. Makes um, Sense. I can, I can I can get behind that.
1: I mean, ziploc bags are the best. I mean, sometimes the store brand is just fine, but that's fine.
0: Um, twenty one has two, so they somebody somebody messed up somewhere. Uh, one is it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. makes sense the other one is avoid strip clubs
1: avoid yeah. strip clubs avoid oh. strip clubs I mean we did get the gratuitous boob shot in got- this movie with the um, like running
0: yeah we got a, a gratuitous strip club zombie
1: uh, she did have the booby tassels though which I did appreciate yes yes
0: um 22 when in doubt know your way out which is a, a like yes that is definitely a good a good rule yes. 28 double knot your shoes
1: well yeah don't want to have your shoe come untied when you're trying to outrun a zombie it's just yes. as bad as pulling a hammy yeah,
0: that makes sense the buddy system is 29
1: i mean he keeps adding all these rules for like he's like don't form attachments but form attachments <laughs>
0: Uh, 31, check the back seat.
1: Yes. Obvious.
0: Now, I don't know about you. Have, have you ever heard the, the urban legend of high beams? No. Oh, I wonder how many other listeners don't know high beams. Okay. So high beams, high beams is an old urban legend about this woman who, um, gets into a car at like the grocery store or on her way home from work or something. She gets into her car and she starts driving home. And all of a sudden she sees that this truck is following her. And um, every couple of minutes it turns on its high beams and then it turns them off. And she's like, why Why is he doing this? And so she kind of keeps driving along and he keeps following her and he's getting really freaked. She's getting really freaked out by this. Um, and of course I heard this before cell phones were a thing cause I was a little kid. And uh, so she's, she doesn't have anybody to call. So she's like, well, I'll go home and I'll run in to my house and my, my husband's there and I'll be safe. So, uh, she keeps driving home, and all the way home, every couple of minutes, the the truck turns on its high beams and turns its high beams off. So she pulls into her driveway. She flies out of the car. She jumps. You know, she knocks on the door, and as she's um, going in, she sees that the truck is pulled up and the driver is getting out. And she's calling to her husband and the husband finally lets her in. He's like, what's wrong? And she explains. And so he looks out the window and the truck driver is standing on the porch, but he's looking at her car. And so the husband opens up the door and like gets in the guy's face. He's like, why are you chasing my, my wife? And the guy's like, I am not chasing your wife. And they go over to the back of her car. And in the back seat there's a guy with a knife. And every time he turned on his high beams, it was because the guy was, like, coming up behind her, and the high beams scared him back down. Have you ever heard, you've never heard that, Urban Legend? I,
1: I haven't heard that particular one. I mean, I've heard the, like, you should always check your back seat thing, but I also think that that's just a woman thing.
0: Right, 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 right. But that I have, I have always, I have always checked the back seat after hearing that because it just creeps me out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so like it. as I walk up to the car, like I check the back seat through the window as I get in the car, and I also always have the the light in the car comes on when I open the door, mm-hmm. so I can see in the back seat. Um, it freaks me out when people don't have that. Like, on, like, when you open your doors, like, the light on the interior doesn't come on?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a car that hasn't had that set.
1: Like, there's just lots of rules that I follow when I get into a car. Like, you don't step down in between, like, the curb and the side of the car. If you're parked next to a curb, like, you stand on the curb. Like, there's lots of things. (laughs) But those are all, like, woman-related things of, like trying not to get kidnapped kind of deal
0: well in uh i I apologize for my gender
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you i appreciate that
0: um 32 enjoy the little things 33 swiss army knife yes 34 clean socks
1: important gotta take care of your feet
0: yeah, 48 hygiene. Now how how is hygiene 48? How do you get to 48 and and don't have hygiene yet? Like I don't like how.
1: No idea.
0: I'm 49 always have backup. Obvious. Yes. So there you go. Those are the rules and that's a big staple of the Zombieland movie like it's all about the rules or at least that that's that's the the trope that they use to kind of move everything forward um the best part of this movie i think is bill murray
1: (laughs) yeah too bad he
0: dies (laughs) it's so it's so ridiculous he's just like oh yeah i like to get out and about so i dress like a zombie they leave me alone it's like well that's if it's that easy
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's also like you know that they have guns so why would you make the conscious decision to go into the the movie theater and just like uh, zombie at them and not and then be shocked when he shoots you
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, although he kind of admits it. <laughs> like, he kind of like, yeah, that probably wasn't the smartest thing to do.
1: Yeah, he did, he's like, that was not a good idea. And I'm like, you're correct.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. Um, Bill Murray is a fictionalized version of himself still living in his Los Angeles home and regularly disguising himself as a zombie to travel around the area. The cameo role was originally written for Patrick Swayze, but he was battling pancreatic cancer at the time. It was too sick to make set. Other casting considerations included Sylvester Stallone, Dwayne Johnson, Matthew McConaughey, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Joe Pesci, Mark Hamill, Kevin Bacon, and Dustin Hoffman.
1: Rip. Patrick Swayze would have been perfect for that. Yeah. Oh, my heart. Oh my god, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone would have been really funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, like this, all all these different characters would have taken it in a completely different direction.
1: It it is interesting because each one of those people would have played that role very differently.
0: Very differently. Like uh, I can see why they didn't do Matthew McConaughey because it's like I feel like Woody Harrelson is already playing a character that's so much like Matthew McConaughey.
1: Yeah, because I feel like Matthew McConaughey would have gone the, like, dazed and confused route with that character.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill. Oh, my God, that would have been amazing.
1: That would have been really funny if it was Mark Hamill. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, But he's too busy getting um, adulting separatists out of their compound. So he's not available.
1: Um. I thought we were asking him for selfies through the fence. That's what we were doing.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, that's why he was called there in the first place.
1: (laughs) I mean.
0: If you have no idea what we're talking about, you need to go to our Slack channel like yesterday. Yes. (laughs) And read how we're just not adulting anymore. We're done. We're done. All right. So, I don't know. Anything major, big that we want to discuss about this movie? Like, you didn't care for it as much as you used to. Same here. It's not a bad movie.
1: No, I just can we talk about the elephant in the room for this movie? Go for it. Which is the whole where they stopped at a place called Kemosabe.
0: Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) That was just so just like I was sitting there watching it and I was like the literal like disgust I felt (laughs) watching that entire scene and just it was it was not okay. That doesn't age well at all, and I was just like, uh, watching yeah. it. Yeah,
0: and then they destroy the place.
1: Yeah, they like. Wreck it's not the only that
0: they day. like make it a point that that's where they stop, but I think it's supposed to be a place in New Mexico because Matt and I actually drove through mm-hmm. an area in New Mexico that has those kind of stores in them, and I do believe that they are um, indigenously owned, but. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know if this place was indigenously owned or not, but like watching Abigail Breslin run down, like holding a tomahawk and wearing the headdress was just like uncomfortable to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was I think I was doing other things during that scene because it's just uncomfortable to watch.
1: Yeah, I was like, it was unnecessary. It was an unnecessary addition to the show like to the movie like it didn't need mm-hmm. to be in there like they could have picked anywhere right to go and they chose that place
0: yeah oh, my my wide. my biggest guess is that somebody cuz again we just we just kind of drove the route that they were driving mm-hmm. um over the summer and that is how you enter. I'm pretty sure that's how you enter or leave New Mexico. One of the, one of the two. So I think that that's what the, the idea behind it was still doesn't make it. Okay.
1: Yeah. It was just like, I was like, no, (laughs) it's a big fat no to this entire thing. And yeah, did not enjoy that scene at all.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, but the only other thing is, like, I get it that you want your sister to, you know, have some sort of semblance of a childhood or whatever, but what, in your mind, made you think that going to a theme park, one, is a good idea, two, turning on all of the lights and sounds is also a good idea, so you could go ride the rides, which means you're making... The most noise on the planet, which is the at number night. one at, at night. night. Like, like, oh, it was dark. Now it's lit up. There must be somebody there. Like, <laughs> like, they literally called every zombie probably within like a twenty mile radius. That was like, oh, dinner.
0: Yeah, it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense.
1: Like, come on, people, like. And she's like, you saved us. And I was like, I would have let you die.
0: (laughs) And then, okay. And then anybody, I'm sorry. Anybody who has ever been to a theme park of any sort knows that those, like, seat launcher rides come back down. Like, that's their whole point. (laughs) What did you think was going to happen? At one point, if you haven't watched the movie, if you've just been listening to our descriptions of them, at one point... Emma Stone's character and her sister get into to escape the zombies gets onto one of those. Um, I don't even know what, what they're called, but they're where you sit with your back against a big tower and then all the seats launch you up into the sky Mm -hmm. and then you, you know, bounce up and down on, you know, against the tower. And so I guess it's a tower drop ride. Um, but they go in there and then they're like shocked when they like reach the apex of the ride and then start going back down towards the zombies. <laughs> it's like, well, you've You've seen what this ride does. Like, what did you what did you think was gonna happen?
1: Like, it I mean, obviously you had to get off of it at some point, so it had to come back down. And she's like shoot the console shoot the console and i'm like yeah as a ride former ride operator it all work like that
0: (laughs) if anything that'll force it back down to the ground as an emergency stop measure
1: it will and like when he pulled the emergency brake or whatever to like get them back down i was like yeah that that no 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 (laughs) i have problems from a ride operator perspective which is a weird perspective to have
0: (laughs) i am i am glad that you are uniquely qualified (laughs) to (laughs) weigh in on their their choice of escape route via zombie
1: yeah i have i have a unique perspective on on how this was a bad decision (laughs)
0: Which makes you wonder, okay, so these four make a lot of bad decisions, which makes you wonder how they actually survived up to this point.
1: I mean, because you have Tallahassee, right, who's, like, trying to find Twinkies. Like, it actually makes sense why he survived.
0: Yeah. The whole time.
1: Yeah. But, like, how Columbus survived, no idea. Like, no idea how homie survived. Like, I mean, I know he followed his rules and stuff, which was very helpful, but I don't, I don't know. And the two girls, like, I'm surprised they didn't get killed by, like, them trying to, like, rob somebody else.
0: Right. Somebody just shot him. (laughs) We're done.
1: Like, no, we're done with you. Like, they could have shot her, like, multiple times, like, Wichita. Mm Mm-hmm like they definitely could have shot her multiple times when she like pulled a gun on them. I was like, "Really? Just kill her." Like
0: come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um again, I think both of us remember this more fondly from the first watch um doesn't hold up as much as we had hoped it would. Um but again, this is probably one of those that a lot of people have seen because it kind of came out around the time that a lot of zombie movies were kind of getting big again. And so I think a lot of people have seen Zombie land because it's less intimidating than some of the others. Um, I want to see where it comes in in line with like what's what's been before and what's been after. So give me one moment. Do, 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 do makes great audio
1: we're the best at podcasting and I know what you're thinking
0: about (laughs) um well as far as stuff that we've watched um this comes out in 2009 uh Shaun of the Dead was 2004 Dawn of the Dead was 2004 more Bodies was 2013. So it's in between those. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was just coming back at the like, I think this is kind of at the climax of the, the zombie resurgence, the zombie mm-hmm. resurgence. World War Z was 2013. And I think that's kind of where things started to slow down a little bit. Although 2016 was big because both the ones we're watching next time are from 2016. So yeah, yay Zombieland. Uh, let's go to, so I don't forget, let's go to um, Lyle's Thoughts. Lyle, yes, Lyle's Thoughts. I didn't read them yet because I wanted to read them on the show, but I have had a feeling from just the the timber that that was coming through that it was not as good of a week as previous weeks. Uh, zombie Land, love the rules, and also the Metallica opening. Uh, does stripper zombie count for naked zombie on the bingo card? Yes, absolutely, does count for naked zombie. Um, the Eisenberg Harrelson combo was amazing. Still twinkles um i guess some has someone has to take the browns to the super bowl
1: oh my god i was dying (laughs) during that i was like he goes i have ibs and i was like all those people who suffer from ibs rise uh
0: that's about their only chance hold up he said, college dorm, that's a nice apartment. Yeah, no, he was not in a college dorm. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was a dirty, rotten liar. I was like, there's no way. That place was huge.
0: Yeah, that that place was gigantic. Uh, and I didn't see any, like, other bedrooms, so,
1: yeah. Unless he was, like, the RA, and even then.
0: Yeah, even then. Um, yeah, he said, college dorms, that's a nice apartment. Okay, fast zombies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and they're the deliverance riff ha ha thank god for rednecks <laughs> oh my yes. god yeah uh bill fucking murray how is this sad and funny at the same time <laughs> i'm telling you the bill murray part is the best part in the movie
1: it it honestly is that's it the,
0: really is yeah. the best part of the whole thing Uh, See, before when I watched this and they got to Pacific Playland, I was like, that's cool. Go play. Now I'm like, don't turn on the music, dumbass. Yes. (laughs) So this makes me happy because what this says is that we have done the world a service. (laughs) we have taught people how to survive a zombie apocalypse
1: that's right because like this is lyle's first time like like diving deep into zombie movies cuz he hadn't really watched any before right
0: right well but he had seen this one before i think
1: okay so it just like changes the way he approaches them exactly yeah
0: Timeline here doesn't make sense. They left the boys in the morning, then got to Playland at night, but it's not that far. Dramatic music definitely fits the maybe everyone will die theme.
1: Oh, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. There's no traffic.
0: No, they were really close.
1: Where is Pacific? What theme part do you think they use for Pacific Playland?
0: I think it's supposed to be the Santa Monica Pier.
1: Interesting. I don't think the Santa Monica Pier has that many rides.
0: No, I don't think it does either, but I think that's kind of... what, Because it was on the ocean. Like,
1: Okay, maybe that's what it was like trying to be, is that... I don't know where else that would be. I could Google it and see what they use for Pacific Playland.
0: Let's see. Series so active all, all the rides in the park, only to unwillingly draw the attention of a multitude of zombies... um I don't see anything yeah I don't know but anyway uh Lyle says uh I really love this movie I'm glad Lyle I'm glad you liked it I I know we've kind of poo-pooed it but I think it's because it didn't didn't hold up to our first watchings. And we've been watching a lot of really good zombie movies. I think anytime you watch a movie within a lot of really, really strong zombie movies, it changes things up a little bit for people. Um,
1: huh. But yeah. yeah I found where this is. Where is it? Also, uh, fun fact, this entire movie was for was filmed in Georgia. So most of that stuff that was like in California was not in California, except for the iconic bridge. Cause the fourth street bridge, that's definitely.
0: Yeah. In. But that's a, an overshot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then same with Grauman's Chinese theater. Yeah. Like those are two things, but they, they filmed the theme park stuff at wild adventures, theme park. Um, I don't know where this is though. I don't want to do that much Googling, so. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. So anyway, that's that's Lyle's thing. Thank you for, for giving us some positives. Because <laughs> we know. were a little negative. I think both of us are a little tired. It may be coloring our commentary.
1: Uh, we kind of ripped this movie apart, and I feel only like a little bad.
0: A little bit. I also, I, I do in general pretty much love anything that Emma Stone does. Yes, can tell from the dramatic pause. Oh, I was going to say I can tell from the dramatic pause that Katie disagrees.
1: No, no, no. I was thinking about it because, like, I was thinking about like all the movies she's been. I was like, I was like, love Crazy Stupid Love. I also
0: love Easy A. Yeah, those are the first two that came to mind for me. Like, yeah, those are so good. Crazy Stupid Love is a a movie that should not be as good as it is.
1: No, it really shouldn't. And um, the real MVP of Easy A, sorry Emma Stone, is going to be Stanley Tucci. Like. The (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that was Zombieland. And then the first movie that neither of us had ever watched, and that is Little Monsters. And I messaged Katie I think ten or fifteen minutes into this movie and said, What the fuck is this movie?
1: (laughs) Well like They literally spend the first 20 minutes of the movie, it feels like that long, I don't know if it really is, following the Australian dude around while he fights with his girlfriend.
0: That was so uncomfortable. It was was just- so uncomfortable.
1: It was just, and they were like, they were like fighting in public and they were screaming at each other, like at the grocery store, at the dinner table, in a restaurant with other people around, like in front of people. It was just like- that's like, I don't, beyond uncomfortable to like witness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't think I've ever, I mean, I've had, I've had friends fight in front of me before, but never to that extent.
1: I, I, that literally happened to me where two people, like a couple got into a huge fight. I was staying at their house and they got into a huge fight in front of me. And it was one of those like, you want to you you can't like you want to leave to give them their privacy but if you get up to leave you make like a big deal about it which could potentially make it worse but also the hot goss side of you wants to stay
0: <laughs> you want the tea
1: <laughs> to stay and listen to the whole fight play out because legitimately I was sitting there listening to this whole fight happening while also live texting Chelsea during the whole fight I was like, Oh my God. I was like, she's yelling at him. He's not saying anything like, this is so uncomfortable. She's like, can't you leave the room? I was like, no, I can't (laughs) like, it would just make it worse. I was like, I'm just going to sit in this chair and try not to move, but also like the hot goss, like the gossip. (laughs)
0: Sorry. Like how, how unaware of your surroundings do you need to be that you don't just go, I am so sorry. Um, Feel free to help yourself to anything in the fridge. We will be back in a moment. We need to talk and then take the argument into the bedroom. Like how, how hard is that to do? (laughs) I don't understand.
1: So when people are in a super toxic relationship like that, and like the one in this movie, they don't care about other people's feelings. Like they want to you to know that the other person is the reason that they're upset
0: oh okay so it's it's almost like you're being used as a prop
1: it's like a dominance thing
0: yeah wow
1: because like the two of them were very toxic for each other in the in the movie right because they're both equally screaming at each other and it's not like it's not even like the like you're you're doing this and blah, blah blah like they were legitimately like cussing at each other like to a so high degree in public where it's just like why are you airing your laundry from literally everyone to see like when you fight in public you just invite other people into your relationship like this is private time people like i I don't
0: think you invite anybody i think you force them (laughs) into your relationship
1: i don't i don't even know but it was so uncomfortable to watch even though it wasn't real and i was just like this is so like i was playing on my phone i was like i can't i can't i can't (laughs)
0: So yeah, that's how it starts. It starts with a very unhappy couple. Um he's okay hot. He's not necessarily hot hot.
1: He's he's Australian surfer bum needs a job hot. Yeah. I
0: don't yeah. know if that's
1: a that's a a thing.
0: It's a it's a good description. It's a good description. Mm-hmm. But you know, he, I guess, I guess he's, he's Australian hot, which, which is, I mean, he's Australia average, which is definitely on the lower end of American hot, in my opinion.
1: He's, I mean, he's not, he's not Banchan from Stray Kids, but he's definitely, oh, sorry. Banchan from Stray Kids is Australian. He's Australian. <laughs> he's a Kore- Korean Australian. So he's uh-huh. like a very high levels of attractiveness. Um but I mean he's not bad. I just the whole movie I was like, he please pull your pants up. Please pull your pants up. You're gonna <laughs> like for your safety, please pull your pants up. You're wearing yeah. a belt. <laughs>
0: yeah, he was he was definitely sagging, but like not like gang sagging, like
1: no, just,
0: white boy not paying attention sagging.
1: Uh, ugh. <laughs> like, like grew up in the 90s, trying to be cool, and you just look stupid.
0: And not succeeding at all. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, bro. It's not working out for you. Man, we're just ripping these movies apart. I actually really liked this one, though. It was really weird. Once you get past all of that stuff, but I was really enjoyed bizarre. it.
0: bizarre. It was absolutely, it was just like, I, I'm like, I don't know what this movie is. <laughs> right. Because it takes like 30 minutes to get anywhere near a zombie.
1: Yeah, and like cuz there's just like a whole lot of uncomfortableness to start with, right? Like after the all the fighting and they like break up, then it's just like uncomfortable inappropriate behavior from the uncle with the 5-year-old, like inappropriate behavior as in he's letting him play like shoot 'em up zombie really violent video games at 5. Um mm-hmm using profanity and inappropriate language around the five-year-old despite what the mother wants right and then also just like being a gross
0: dude yeah because he's he's staying with his sister and her five-year-old kid who i guess the mother had in in vitro like it wasn't she's not married she didn't have a uh, husband and so that's one of the k- things that the kids struggles with is the kids tease him because he doesn't have a dad because um, kids are horrible um
1: kids are worse than most people like
0: adults <laughs> kids, I don't know this is a pretty bad I think I think one results in the other
1: I mean it really does but like <laughs> I mean before before now at least with like adults they would like secretly talk crap about you right but mm-hmm. like kids, they will legitimately just be honestly brutal like right to your face.
0: Yeah, they they put you on blast with no questions asked.
1: Yeah, and make you feel absolutely trash about yourself. Just like, <laughs> why is this 10-year-old making me question my entire life right now?
0: <laughs> so yeah, so he's like he he ends up taking his 5-year-old nephew dressed as as Oh my Darth Vader to his girlfriend's apartment like in the middle of the night and tries to make, you know, he's all dressed like Darth Vader and uh, basically he's using the kid to propose to this girlfriend that he's in a toxic relationship with. And when they open the door, she's full on having sex with another dude. And
1: yeah, It's, it's not like, I swear to God at this point, except for the last two movies, uh uh pride and prejudice and zombies and warm bodies gratuitous boob shot in every single one Mm -hmm. except for those two and like they were full on just like banging it out in that chair and she was like what the (laughs) and then he has the audacity to get mad at her no
0: no no. (laughs) you guys broke (laughs) up (laughs) sorry we were on a prank (laughs)
1: I mean, they broke up. Like, come on.
0: Um, so then his sister kicks him out because she he basically kidnaps the kid in the middle of the night to go do this. And so yeah. doesn't tell her, comes back in the middle of, you know, the next morning and she's like completely upset with worry. And then he just breaks down and starts qui- crying and she feels bad for him. And she's like, all right. So he ends up taking the kid to school. And that's where we meet uh, Miss Caroline.
1: I love her. Um, She's way too good for gross uncle.
0: Yes, Lupita Nyong'o's character is amazing.
1: She is like everything that a badass preschool teacher, kindergarten teacher should be.
0: This woman is like she should achieve sainthood because I'm sorry by the fifth time that that kid was like I want to play putt putt. (laughs) Oh, when he was kid,
1: oh, when he was screaming to like play putt putt, like that would be a dead child.
0: Yeah,
1: no, like give him to the zombies. Like, (laughs) like we're all gonna die because this stupid freaking child was just having a full
0: on tantrum meltdown.
1: Oh God, like. Do you not see the zombies outside? Like, we can't play putt-putt.
0: <laughs> Child. So, 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 David, the uncle, drops the kid off and um, meets Lupita Nuango's character, Miss Audrey Caroline, and she's a badass, and um, he hits on her, but, you know, she's... She, I forget who who mentions it, but like apparently she gets hit on by everybody because I mean, she's just amazing.
1: She's really hot. She is, of she's course gorgeous. she she probably got hit on by like moms and dads <laughs> and uncles, <laughs> teachers, like everyone's hitting on her.
0: Yes, poor girl. And we we find out later that she has a, an engagement ring on, so you know they they are they are f- flirting with her to no to no avail growth um so yeah so he ends up somehow um getting himself assigned to like volunteers to help chaperone this trip to pleasant what is it called pleasantville pleasant land um
1: something farms it's like pleasant valley farms or something like that yeah
0: something like that pleasant valley farms um and they are as they pass by, as they're driving to Pleasant Valley Farms, they pass by a military base, and we get a little like just the zombies are so incidental to this movie. It's, just, <laughs> it's like they were an afterthought.
1: It's it's like they they were like, oh yeah, we're supposed to be making a zombie movie. And they're like, <laughs> let's put a US research test facility next to this cute little farm with all these little kids on it. And then we'll make them into zombies and then they'll have the zombies eat zombie people and turn them into zombies.
0: Yeah. So, so I guess that there's this, it's very vague. And I think Lyle talks about this a little bit in his review, but um, there's an American at this base and he's talking about how deadly everything is in Australia. And it's so true. And they come across down in the bowels of this base, a zombie eating a scientist. And you find out that they've got, like, this is a test subject that, mm-hmm. th- that has gotten out. And so, um, it, you know, just you, you get the, the hint of, hey, this isn't going well, but let's go back and look at the, the school kids again. So again, it's just like this little oh yeah, and there's going to be zombies. So just just letting you know. And then we go back to the kids, and the kids are there seeing, um, uh, McGiggle. What's the what's the guy, the character's name? I know his last name is McGiggle. Is it Captain McGiggle?
1: I don't I don't remember.
0: Um, but anyway, it's played played by um, Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Teddy McGiggle, which is like this, I don't know, psychotic Captain Kangaroo type character. Yep. And and he's got this like little frog Muppet friend and the kids love him. And we find out that he's the biggest idiot in the world and has he's just a horrible, horrible, horrible human being.
1: You know... in every single there's so many movies that that have come out to where they have somebody who plays this like character that's that's like a child's beloved character or something and then it turns out that that person is just trash like is that supposed to be normal
0: like (laughs) i think there's precedent i think people have met their heroes and gone oh Oh, my. No. I mean, that <laughs> phrase is
1: absolutely true. Never meet your heroes because a lot of times they are not in any way, shape, or form going to live up to what you've built up in your mind. Right. Because you only know their public persona. You know nothing about them.
0: Now this guy's an alcoholic sex addict who has – he goes, I've slept with so many moms. So many moms. Yeah, I
1: mean, you're just like <laughs> hooking up with the moms. Like that's why he keep doing he he was like the only thing that kept me sane in this job is is banging everyone's mom and I was like that's just you're the worst person ever. <laughs>
0: well, because he studied like that's also another very common trope is the actor who who studied with like these amazing <laughs> he he studied with Al Pacino and uh he uh. And he's being wasted on this children's television show, and so the only thing that is getting him through a day is knowing that he he's got this power to like seduce moms, which is just disturbing.
1: Oh, he's so gross. Like when he dies, I'm like, yes.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're like they meet him, and already he's kind of like being creepy with uh, Miss Caroline, mm-hmm. and you see all these different characters that, um. You know, eventually become zombies. And so then they go on, you know, this little tractor ride. The the, the nephew, um, Dave's nephew, loves tractors. So that will become important later. Um, so they're on this tractor ride and they see this zombie eating one of the sheep. And the tour guide gets out of the tractor and goes over to say, hey, buddy, what are you doing to our sheep? And gets bit. I love the fact that for, like, the rest of the movie, anytime they show her, she's got her mic on, so she's, like, groaning into the mic, (laughs) and you're getting this groaning feedback sound. (laughs) It's just, like,
1: this movie was pretty funny, because basically, like, the the totality of, like, everything that was happening with the zombies was being played over a radio that was attached to the belt. Yeah,
0: the soldiers. Yeah, everything that's going down behind the scenes with the soldiers is coming through one of the zombies, walkie-talkies. And so that's how you know there's other stuff going on. But we don't see anything. Mm -mm. Like it was it was a kind of a very clever device Mm -hmm. to avoid having to have like major military actions on film.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
0: Like, there were so many moments in this movie where I'm like, this is so ridiculously stupid, and I'm laughing so hard.
1: It's it's just like like Dave, Uncle David, or whatever, was so focused on the fact that like his band could have been big if they had only like let him do what he wanted to do and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, when he sang that song, I was like, no, you suck. so bad like you were on a level of suck of of, like those people that go on like american idol or whatever like my mom tells me i'm amazing i'm like yeah because they don't want to hurt your feelings but you
0: (laughs) suck (laughs) so so somehow um they find out so they find out that the the zombie that's attacking the tour guide starts going towards miss caroline and miss caroline spears him with a uh ho not a hoe a pitchfork pitchfork and and um you know it's like this whole thing and the entire time she's like talking to the kids about oh it's fine it's a game it's fine everything's fine and she's like they keep that up through the entirety of the movie like the entirety of the movie the kids are mostly completely ignorant to what's going on um so they jump back into the tractor and in the five minutes that they've been on this tour, the entire farm has been taken over with zombies. Like it's just zombies everywhere. And yet, they are the slowest moving zombies that we have. I mean, we thought that the original Night of the Living Dead zombies were slow. Oh
1: my God, yeah.
0: These are the slowest zombies in the world, which is great because, like, there's never really a fear that anything's going to happen to these kids. Like, I don't think anybody is ever thinking, oh, those kids are going to get eaten.
1: No, not even once.
0: No, and and, I mean, they're they're literally, like, they form a single file line, because one, two, three, eyes on me, one, two, eyes on you. Um, They walk through the zombies, and they're playing tag, so don't let the zombies touch you. And they make it all the way back to the, like, the info center. Like the the,
1: gift store.
0: Yeah, and so, um, Teddy McGiggle has locked himself in and will not let them in there's this little like kid room off to the side that they crawl into and are waiting to get let in but he won't let them in so uh dave jumps up and and climbs through the roof and then drops down and opens the door for them it's a ridiculous poor Attempt at fighting between the two of them.
1: God. And like, I have comments on like, I know it was helpful later, but like, homie is carrying the poor kid who's got spinal bifida, right? Like, the kid Mm -hmm. who's like, obviously would be like the first person that would be killed. Um, because he has the walker and can't go as fast as the rest of them. So he's carrying him and the walker, which is helpful because he's using it to push the zombies away from him. But he's also carrying his damn guitar with him. I'm like, (laughs) have we not talked about like, like, like space balls, right? Like only bring what you need to survive. (laughs) Like your industrial strength hairdryer is not going to help you survive. Just like, like, at the time, you're like, the guitar is not going to help you unless you're going to use it to wail, like, like knock down the zombies, which is not what he's using it for. He's using the walker to just, like, push the slowest zombies on the planet away from him.
0: So they finally get in, and then one of the many moments that Miss Caroline shows how badass she is, <laughs> she basically says, "Mister," like, the kids are like, freaking out because Mr. Giggles is swearing and being horrible. Mm -hmm. And so she goes, he just needs a snuggle. And he goes, she goes over, puts him in a headlock and like puts a bottle up against his like ribs Uh and is like – I will not hesitate to kill you because these kids are my responsibility. And so you will fucking behave yourself.
1: Basically, she was like, I don't want to hear another (laughs) fucking word out of you. I don't want (laughs) to hear you. You're going to stop cussing. You're going to stop scaring those kids. And like, she keeps jabbing it a little bit more like into his side to like, to the point where he's like crying. She's like, now tell them it's okay. It's a game. Use the
0: voice. (laughs) Yeah. He says that. She goes, use the voice.
1: (laughs) Like, wow,
0: (laughs) this is one of the many times that she shows how badass she is, and it's wonderful. Oh
1: my god, she's like she carries this whole movie because not only does she look amazing in that yellow dress, by the way, like, right, she looked amazing. Um, when David, who clearly doesn't, doesn't pay attention or give a crap, gives uh, his nephew Felix, um, some chips that he's has something in it that he's allergic to because Felix is allergic to everything. Oh. So he tries to epi pen him, and but he can't remember what, like Felix's mom told him. So then he ends up epi penning himself, and once you poke yourself, that can't be reused.
0: Right. Well, and and you know, you you know when the mom is explaining it to him how to do it. I've been in those trainings. It is not hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> um you know he's going to get it wrong. Like oh, that yeah. like you know exactly what's going to happen and that it's going to happen exactly the way it happens when she's explaining it to it.
1: Yep. And so then they need to get the backup which she doesn't have her bum bag cuz it's not like it got taken off at some point and the spare is in his backpack in the tractor like Forever away from where they are.
0: So she she goes through again. These zombies move exceedingly slow, so it's not it's like she's dodging through them, past them, uh-huh. you know, like a like a friggin' running back through a, a crowd of football players, and you know takes out four zombies all by herself. And then I mean like like full on attacking her zombies all by herself. And then she gets the bag. And then she turns around and there's just a slew of zombies between her and the gift shop and they're all coming at her. And then the next thing you know, (laughs) she is dropping into the gift shop completely, completely covered in quotation marks, strawberry jelly.
1: Oh my God. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Don't eat it though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she's just been in a, what happened to you? I was in a strawberry jelly fight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And she EpiPens the kid, saves his life because his uncle is just entirely useless.
0: Um and so at this point there are like I don't know, there's just like it's just, you know, those little quiet moments and he he's learning that he needs to be David needs learning to be more of a responsible adult and um Teddy's calmed the the hell down and She's just trying to get the kids to go to sleep. And you've got that one kid who's constantly going, I want to. Seriously, Katie, like that kid would have been slapped. (laughs) Or at least yelled at. I don't think she raised her voice at a child once in this movie.
1: Like her level of patience and just everything is just, I can't, I can't. And like that kid, when he was like, I want to play Papa. I'm like, no, you're going to die. (laughs) (laughs) like we're in a zombie apocalypse child like shut up
0: so we find out through the the parents have been notified at some point because they realize that their kids are not back but they don't know what's going on the area has been shut down and we find out that this is not something that is isolated like this has happened before because (laughs) they're like yeah we gotta go put down a zombie attack. Oh, slow zombies are fast zombies, slow zombies. Oh, that's good. That's good. At least <laughs> and they're just talking about it. Like, Oh, you know, it's a thing we do, um, but they're going to to contain it. You, they kind of imply that they're going to bomb the hell out of the farm to just end it all. And, um, and so they, you know, that's that's what you're seeing going on with the military. The mom can't get a hold of her brother. So she doesn't know how to get a hold of the kids. And they make it through the night. Because the zombies are literally just standing outside the door looking in. <laughs> They're not trying to get in at all. They're just kind of chilling outside.
1: I mean, it's... <laughs> you would think that they would have been able to break in. Because that place was in completely just like glass windows the whole time. Right.
0: Right. Like there's there's really no way they couldn't have gotten in, but these are not the these are these are the least troublesome zombies ever.
1: I know, they just like exist to mm-hmm. like just eat things.
0: I think I think for both of these movies, the zombies were kind of incidental to the rest of the story. Like they were a backdrop for it, but it really wasn't a zombie movie in so much as the zombies were ever a big threat. Yeah. So the next morning, they make the decision that they need to get out of there. The kids are hungry. They don't have any food. Um, oh, I did want to say about the food that that David gives to his nephew that causes him to go to, to um, apoplectic shock. Mm-hmm. Um, he's allergic to milk, to dairy products. And he's like, I gave him chips. <laughs> it's not just give him chips. Um, having a lactose intolerant husband is... You do not realize how many things like chips and crackers and just things that you would never think had dairy in them have dairy in them. It's ridiculous.
1: It's it it is. Um, I like, how he's like, who puts milk in chips? He was just so upset about <laughs> it, and I was like, he
0: would be surprised. I
1: was like, if they were a cheddar chip, then yeah.
0: They don't or even any- have to be though. No, that's it's true. like. It's like whey, which has the most lactose in it, which everybody's – that's what everybody's allergic to. Um, whey has like the biggest concentration of it, and that's what they use to like bind a lot of things. And so there's so much stuff out there that you're like, oh, this couldn't possibly have any dairy. Oh, nope, there it is, whey, third, third ingredient from the top.
1: Yeah, I had a friend who developed a sudden allergy to corn – And she learned real quick that literally everything has corn in it. Yeah. Including feminine products, which she couldn't use. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, it contains cornstarch. Oh, no. Yeah, she almost died, but she's fine now. And her allergy went away um, weirdly. Like it came on and then went away, but she learned how to cook really well. Because like you couldn't go anywhere with the the fact that there could possibly be corn in the vicinity of anything.
0: That's that's awful. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I don't have any allergies like that.
1: I'm just allergic to pineapple, which is a weird.
0: Apple. That is a little bit of a weird one. I haven't heard a lot of people have allergies to pineapple. I've heard banana good. too, and that's a little weird.
1: Uh, my best one of my best friends is uh, severely like deathly allergic to bananas.
0: Yeah, I've, I've, I've only heard of deathly allergic to bananas. I've never heard of, oh, yeah, I get, uh, like, a little mild hives or whatever. No, it's like, no, I die.
1: Yeah, yeah. My best I friend is deathly that. allergic to those. and Which resulted in some weird allergies, like, between her and her husband. Like, because he's lactose intolerant. So they had, like, weird allergies that wound up with, like, their two kids.
0: Oh. Like, the mixture.
1: <laughs> like, he's allergic, like, their oldest son is allergic to eggs and lactose. And then same with like they're both the kids are lactose intolerant. Uh uh-huh. but the other one's like deathly allergic to eggs. And I was like, "What?" Hates. <laughs> hey, I was like, "You can't I was like, you can't have birthday cake."
0: Yeah, like, there's a lot of things you can't have.
1: Yeah, there's so much stuff you can't have, including the flu shot. That's why I get a flu shot, guys. Get a flu shot. Just saying. Anyways, this is digressing
0: super far. Off what we're <laughs> yeah, we talking about way off track. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so they decide that what they're going to do is they're going to go get into the giggle mobile, which has a hatch at the top for the puppet to come out of, and so they'll put all the kids into the the um, giggle mobile, and they will um, drive to freedom. Step. Drive to freedom, and so of course. You know, Teddy's got to be a prick, and he gets into the car, and then he locks it, and David can't get in. And that's okay, because the guy who runs the puppet um, is a zombie and eats him. But you never see him. You just see the puppet. So it's like the puppet eats him. Um, Yep.
1: And it was satisfying.
0: It was very satisfying. Yeah. And yet, not terribly gory. Like, a little bit gory, but not bad.
1: I mean, he did rip out his intestines,
0: which is pretty... Horrific, yeah, and I'm pretty
1: mean, sure he ripped the skin off of like. That's true. I take tapes. it back.
0: I take it back. It was. It was pretty. It was pretty intense for a moment. You're absolutely right.
1: But satisfying.
0: <sighs> but satisfying. So meanwhile, we find out that the nephew has escaped, is dressed as um, Darth Vader. as Darth Vader, and is running through the park for no good reason. Um, and he comes across this little. Little sheep, little lamb, that's sitting there, kind of scared because everybody's trying to eat him, and uh, he he always is trying to use the force, and it just like by coincidence, it always works, right? <laughs> so he tries to use it on a gate, and the zombie bumps into the gate, and the gate closes and locks. Um. So then we flash back to David, and David's trying to survive, and. You know, he's stuck on top of this roof and the puppet's coming out of the hole from the roof, so he's, you know, trying to not get eaten by the puppet. And then all of a sudden the nephew comes driving up in a tractor, because he loves tractors, and um and it's the tractor that's pulling the little cart that all the kids were riding all around on the tour in. And they jump in and they rescue the kids and start driving back out of the park with a very slow trail of zombies following them.
1: It's, I don't even know. I love the kid when he was just like, how do you do that? He's like, I love tractor.
0: <laughs> So the, the the tractor's dragging the kids and of course she has to play, she sings them a song so they're singing about the if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands and the kids clap their hands and then the zombies clap their hands <laughs> and then if you're happy and you know it, say hooray and the kids say hooray and the zombies all groan and it's just weird.
1: <laughs> it it was very funny.
0: Uh, and it didn't have to make sense. Like it never, it never had to make sense. It, we just bought into it because it's like sure at this point whatever um so they start slowly making their way to the military checkpoint and the military is like i see two people because they can only see david and uh miss caroline and uh they're gonna open fire on them but then they hear singing and they hear children singing and uh <laughs> and the the hardened Sergeant of the, or lieutenant or general, whoever he is, of the military <laughs> says one of the best lines I think we've heard this entire, <laughs> this entire watch of everything that we've watched. He goes, I can't shoot kids. Not again
1: i know (laughs) when he said again he was like i can't shoot kids again i was like again (laughs)
0: you're like wait a minute hold up let's go back i was like what "What?"
1: (laughs) reverse i need some background he was like again i was like why are you shooting children
0: well, it's just, it's just such a randomly placed and like his face is like at the first, the, the way he says the first part of the line is just like, oh, that would be horrific. I can't shoot kids. And then you just see his eyes go to a dark place. And he goes again. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, further, further implying that there has been all sorts of weirdness going on that nobody is aware of. So, uh. So, yeah, so they let the the cart through, and they kill all the zombies. And then you see uh, a big explosion where the park was. And they're like, fireworks, kids, fireworks. (laughs) And uh, the movie basically ends with them in quarantine singing um, Taylor Swift's uh, uh, Hater's Gonna Hate. Shake it off. Yeah, shake it off. That's it. So uh, it's, it's a very bizarre movie. (laughs) It's,
1: it's so weird.
0: So I have, I have two questions. I didn't see the answer. Maybe you did. I want to know a, what happened to the young Asian tourist who was running? We never saw her again. I don't think
1: Mm -hmm. what happened to her. I think she got away, to be honest. She got
0: away? Okay. Yeah,
1: I think she survived.
0: Okay. And then what happened to the little lamb? Because the little lamb was cute, and we never saw it again.
1: Also survived.
0: Because we want it to be that way? (laughs)
1: Yes. But also, I have questions on how the kid got out of that locked pen area.
0: He's small. Like, the zombies were on one side. I think he just probably crawled out the other end.
1: I don't... Also, the zombies, like, it was really funny watching the zombies, like, when they first got there, because it was, like, the family was trying to take a picture, right? Like, a uh-huh. selfie. And the zombie was, like, running into the the wall, like, into the barricade thing. And it was like, I can't get through. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, you, like, oh, things are impenetrable. Like, they couldn't get through the fence, nothing. I was like, oh, just, okay. That's yeah, how this just- is working?
0: Yeah, they, they these were these were the least intimidating zombies ever. Like you just like this this movie was not ever meant to make you feel scared that somebody was going to get eaten. Like even when even when Mister Giggles Mister McGiggles gets torn up by the puppet, like you see it coming a mile away, and it's almost ridiculous.
1: It's and it's like very grotesque too because like the zombies are super gross looking and then there's like tons of blood and everything like blood and guts everywhere like everything is very gross but it's also just like i don't think those people are going to die like the fact that she kept all of those children alive from the zombies like was just she's like it's my job and i was like clearly
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, I did not get paid enough to rescue kids from a zombie apocalypse. I
1: was like, "Someone <laughs> give this lady a raise!" I swear.
0: Um. So yeah, I mean, there was like, there was a moment that I just messaged Katie. This is an odd movie, and and your your original like you prepped me with it with Little Monsters was resi- ridiculous, but I kind of loved it.
1: It was. It was ridiculous, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Just not maybe that uncomfortable the first twenty minutes.
0: Yeah, it was a very. But I think that, I think they had a, they had to 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 raise you to that uncomfortable level so you could enjoy the rest of it because you're like, thank God it's not that the entire time.
1: Oh God! Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So to the Lyle comments. Do, 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 do. Um, little monsters. Well, I can already tell this is going to be a train wreck. This is starting like the Australian Shaun of the Dead, but even worse. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Rory kicking his ass while wearing a sheet. <laughs> so, yeah, the guy that is uh, having sex with his girlfriend totally kicks his ass. Um, This is taking forever to go anywhere. Yes, that was a very, very... like At one point, you're like, where are the zombies? Yeah. Uh, addendum. Shaun of the Dead meets School of Rock. Oh, God. Accurate. But 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 worse.
1: Oh my god.
0: First actual zombie scene reminds me of this. Yes, kids, the surprise I promised you is an undead monster devouring everyone. Yes, you keep saying that there's a surprise. What's the surprise? It's a game. This is the surprise. It's death. Okay, seeing zombies eat, not humans. Yeah, that doesn't happen in every zombie movie. Yep. Uh those those saggy pants are going to kill him. Ah,
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. The pants do? Yes. Hold them up, bro.
0: That's at least the second time they've zoomed in on that radio. Okay. I love that. We're finally seeing something say, okay, we know zombies for media. How do we handle them? Yes. This is actually the first time that the people being attacked by zombies know what they are because people know what zombies, because zombies are in like video games and stuff. Oh my Um, God. Yeah. Okay. We know he says, uh, finally seeing something that says, okay, we know zombies from media. How do we handle them? I mean, then pretend they aren't real, but still do not, (laughs) do not fuck with Miss Caroline. She's fierce. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Zombies again. Fast ones or slow ones? I love that line. <laughs> zombies again. Fast ones or slow ones? Oh, slow ones. Oh, good.
1: <laughs> Wait, did they say zombies again? Yeah. What's with the agains? What are you, you doing, military?
0: <laughs> yeah, you didn't catch that?
1: No, I missed that again. I got the like I can't shoot kids again part, but I missed the like zombies again part. I did remember when yeah, he had it- or fast.
0: Yeah, when the soldiers are getting ready, it's like, so what are we doing here? And they're like, oh, zombies again. And he goes, oh, fast ones or slow ones? Just slow ones. He's like, oh, well, that's good.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Finally, David seeing some character growth. How did her dress get clean? It was gross and it suddenly wasn't. It was bad when she came in. <laughs> it was like, oh, girl. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you need to find a the shower. Um, there it is, the radio. Oh look, that radio again! I I do think that that was a really good um, way of telling you what's going on behind the the military line. Yeah,
1: I liked that.
0: <laughs> sweet, he he writes out sweet Caroline, bomb, bomb, bomb. Like actually puts the bomb, bomb bombs on there. I Heck appreciate yeah. that, Lyle, because I was singing it too when when they were playing it.
1: Same, I was doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, because that's the whole reason why her name is Miss Caroline is because she's a big uh, Neil Diamond fan. And so they had to incorporate that in here somehow.
1: Obviously,
0: Yes. Um, Oh, that was different. So the story seems to have happened during a known and ongoing, but being actively covered up outbreak since all the military folks, US military, of course, seemed not only to know what was happening, but have an SOP for it. I'd love to know what that story was. Yes. I want to know. I don't want to know again. <laughs> what were the agains?
1: I, why is it always our fault? Have you noticed that? Like every zombie movie, it's always our fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not in, not in 28 days later.
1: Oh, for once, not, 20 not eight our fault. 28 days later,
0: wasn't us. <laughs> that one wasn't us. Um, and, and I think Pride and Prejudice is obvious. We blamed on the French. Ah, yes so yeah no I like this movie very weird this is this is by far this is the first movie that we've both not seen and I I'm glad that it was decent but it was definitely odd this is the weirdest movie you've watched so far
1: yeah it was it was very strange
0: um all right well I think we are Kinda done with the reviews for this this week. Uh, next week we are talking um two that this time two we haven't seen. So we're seeing The Girl with the Gifts. Oh, The Girl with All the Gifts, twenty sixteen, and Train to Busan, twenty sixteen. Which you've seen Train to Busan?
1: No, I haven't. I've I've been like putting it off on watching it, and I finally like have like the push to sit down and watch it.
0: All right, so so I'm kind of excited because neither of us have seen either of these, though that they are very highly rated on most um, mm-hmm. zombie best of lists. And I've heard lots of good things about Train to Busan. In fact, the first time we ever talked about it on here, um, one of my friends messaged me and said, oh, how have you not seen Train to Busan yet? It's amazing. So I'm looking forward to that one. That's the one that Matt keeps asking me if are we watching the one on the train? And I said, well, not yet. But this week.
1: Yep, that's that one.
0: <laughs> this might be a Saturday night before Halloween watch. Ooh, it's Halloween yeah. week and we're excited.
1: Yeah. Oh god, yeah.
0: All right. Um I don't know if you have any shout outs, but I have one. Um we've mentioned them a couple times recently, and we did have the creators of um Nuclear Power on a dozen episodes ago or so. Or so. Uh, but FanBase Press is our, we love FanBase Press. They're wonderful people and they publish a lot of really good um, comic books f- from really good people. And so we covered nuclear power a while ago, but I wanted to announce to all of you something that's coming up. Uh, They gave me a press release that said nuclear power is a darkly poignant alternate history of the Cuban Missile Crisis depicting the United States under authoritarian control, which subjects women to mandatory pregnancy screenings and forced abortions. What? furthering furthering the series efforts to demand equality for its citizens and combat authoritarian control over reproductive rights, all proceeds from the sale of the nuclear power trade paperback purchased through the fan press online store on October 26th will be donated to planned parenthood. Whose mission is to ensure all people have access to the care and resources that they need to make informed decisions about their bodies, their lives, and their futures. The date of the fundraising event also carries great significance On October 16th, 1916, the country's first birth control clinic opened in Brownsville, Brooklyn. After only 10 days on October 26th, 1916, police raided the clinic and shut it down and all the condoms and diaphragms were confiscated. Which I did not know.
1: No, I didn't know that either.
0: So I will put a a notice out on um, October 26th, which I think is Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, so on Tuesday, if you are listening to this before Tuesday the 26th, on the 26th, A, buy um, Nuclear Power just because it's a good graphic novel. I'm I'm reading it. I just got it in the mail uh, a few days ago. Um, but you definitely want it to read Nuclear Power, but realize that if you buy it on the 26th, that money goes to Planned Parenthood, which I think is a great – a great thing, and I would like to see um, Fanbase Press get as much support for supporting Planned Parenthood as possible. So, if you've ever wanted to buy something you've heard on our show, go do that on Tuesday. Yes. And that's it. Anything from you, Katie?
1: Um, shout out to all my BTS fans that were up at 2.30 in the morning to watch this concert. Um, Also would like to give a weird shout out to the button on Jimin's blazer for working overtime because that did not break and he was doing a lot that would have (laughs) resulted in that (laughs) opening. Um, Slightly disappointed at how that button worked overtime, but also very appreciative at the kind of um, clothing quality that BTS uh, is given.
0: Excellent. That's awesome. All the music in this episode is by Ben Sound is being used under a Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. geek is a proud member of the geek to geek Network. Check out other geek to geek shows such as the geek to geek Podcast, Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Disney Forever, You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, The Nerdberg Review, JRPGs and Me, Dragon Quest FM, All as the dice roll, meeting habits of the modern geek, and sometimes Rob, as well as our newest podcast, Farming Simulated. Also, check out our Twitch streamers, Capsule J, Shocks, Troidal Power, and Gein, and make sure to join us in Slack or Discord where you can chat with us in real time. You can currently find us at geektitude.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and most other podcasters out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geektitude or me personally at epic grays. Katie, where can we find you? Um,
1: I'm quite active on both Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow me at the handle at Lady P. You can watch my utter meltdown that I was having throughout the BTS concert. It's all documented on Twitter if you want to <laughs> enjoy that. Um, there's also social media for all of the podcasts that I'm on. So feel free to follow that. There's links to that on the Geek2Geek Network like website thingy.
0: Excellent. All right, folks, we have one more week of zombies. And it will be our Halloween episode where we're watching uh, The Train to Busan and The Girl with All the Gifts. So join us next week for that. But until then, remember this week, keep it geek.
1: Bye.